July 1st. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, today we'll be reading from the book of Acts chapter 21 verses 1 through 17. We'll learn about the traveler. This farewell journey brought both joy and sorrow to Paul. But, you know, life is like that, isn't it? He knew what lay ahead of him, but kept going. We'll learn about the peacemaker. Paul moved from the will of the Lord be done to do what we tell you. So anxious was Paul to bring unity to the Jews and Gentiles in the church that he agreed to the plan. Was he following wisdom from above or earthly wisdom? That's been a debate down through the years. We'll learn about the prisoner. The plan almost worked. On the last day, however, trouble started. Paul had been careful not to cause any unrest in the city, but his efforts had been in vain. But you know what? God is still in control. He used Paul's trials to accomplish his purpose so that his servant got to Rome. Now, he can do the same for his people today. So we need to walk by faith. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 1st, Acts chapter 21, verses 1 through 17. After saying farewell to the Ephesian elders, we, Luke, Paul, and their companions, sailed straight to the island of Kos. The next day, we reached Rhodes, and then went to Patara. There we boarded a ship sailing for the Syrian province of Phoenicia. We sighted the island of Cyprus, passed it on our left, and landed at the harbor of Tyre in Syria, where the ship was to unload. We went ashore, found the local believers, and stayed with them a week. These disciples prophesied through the Holy Spirit that Paul should not go on to Jerusalem. When we returned to the ship at the end of the week, the entire congregation, including wives and children, came down to the shore with us. There we knelt, prayed, and said our farewells. Then we went aboard, and they returned home. The next stop after leaving Tyre was Ptolemais, where we greeted the brothers and sisters, but stayed only one day. Then we went on to Caesarea, and stayed at the home of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven men who had been chosen to distribute food. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. During our stay of several days, a man named Agabus, who also had the gift of prophecy, arrived from Judea. When he visited us, he took Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands with it. Then he said, The Holy Spirit declares, So shall the owner of this belt be bound by the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem and turned over to the Romans. When we heard this, we who were traveling with him, as well as the local believers, begged Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. But he said, Why all this weeping? You are breaking my heart. For I am ready not only to be jailed at Jerusalem, but also to die for the sake of the Lord Jesus. When it was clear that we couldn't persuade him, we gave up and said, The will of the Lord be done. Shortly afterward, we packed our things and left for Jerusalem. Some believers from Caesarea accompanied us, and they took us to the home of Nazan, a man originally from Cyprus, and one of the early disciples. All the brothers and sisters in Jerusalem welcomed us cordially. Today we're reading from Psalm 149, verses 1 through 9. God's people should be a singing people. You are reminded again 
that praise pleases God and beautifies God's people. God's Word is your sword, and it should be on your lips as well as in your hand. Praise is a wonderful weapon for defeating the enemy. Psalm 1. As Jesus was serving communion to the very ones who he knew would betray him, he looks at Peter and, and he says in verse 31, Luke 22, he says, Simon, Simon. See, see, Simon was Peter's name before Jesus changed it. Simon means shifty, shaky. Peter means rock. And, and Jesus calls Peter by his given name. He says, Simon, Simon. Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. The accuser has asked to take you out, but the advocate has a defense to keep you in. Simon, Simon, I know how shifty you are. I know how dysfunctional you are. I know how messed up you are. I know the things you think about. I know the perversions. I know the proclivities. I know the stuff that was done to you that you took on yourself that causes you to behave in shameful ways. Simon, Simon. I prayed for you. And here's what I prayed. I prayed that your faith may not fail. I love the next line. He says, and when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Not only does Jesus predict Peter's failure, but he promises that even in his failure, his faith will not fail. I I just want to speak to your heart today in these last two minutes and 45 seconds. Even though you failed, don't let your faith in God fail. Even though you failed. See, you can't have faith in your performance. If if you have faith in your performance, there's there's always going to be stuff, man. It's going to come at you. As soon as I close this sermon, you know what? You're going to walk out the door and hear, but from now on, when that rooster crows, I want you to learn how to answer him back. Hey, Mr. Rooster, you can crow if you want to. But what you say doesn't define who I am. Jesus said, when you have turned back, he said, I know you're going to turn away. I know you're going to fail me. I know you're going to have dark moments. I know you're going to say some stuff and do some stuff and miss some stuff. I know it. But when you have turned, not if, but when you have turned back, somebody's turning back to God right now, turning back to God, looking at his face, not listening to the soundtrack of shame another day, but when you have Turn back. It's time to turn back. It's time to turn back. What you going to do? Stand here your whole life chasing packing peanuts? Stand here all your life just believing the lies, letting them fly? When there is an advocate, a defender, aren't you glad today you have an advocate? 
I know you've got an accuser. I do too. And I know we've given him a lot to work with. But I'm so glad that the word of God says that the accuser was cast down. And we triumph over him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. 49 verses 1 through 9. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing his praises in the assembly of the faithful. O Israel, rejoice in your Maker. O people of Jerusalem, exult in your King. Praise his name with dancing, accompanied by tambourine and harp. For the Lord delights in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in this honor. Let them sing for joy as they lie on their beds. Let the praises of God be in their mouths and a sharp sword in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with shackles and their leaders with iron chains, to execute the judgment written against them. This is the glory of His faithful ones. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 18, verse 8. What dainty morsels rumors are, but they sink deep into one's heart.